You are now listening to PursuitCast, the official podcast of Pursuit NYC. May it be an encouragement to you today and stir your soul for revival. Welcome everybody to another episode of PursuitCast, the official podcast of Pursuit NYC. Uh, right now I'm down at Rutgers University. Um, for those of you who don't know, uh, we just had 16 college students from Rutgers go on a missions trip to New Brunswick, serving, serving the city there. And, and right now I'm just sitting with a whole bunch of people uh, who went on that trip. And I want to introduce to you um, one of our team members, Josh. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, Josh. Don't be nervous. Uh, I'm really nervous right now. Okay, there's no need to be. But uh, Josh, you kind of led this trip. Um, so yeah, tell us how, you know, this whole trip started, like what, what, what led you to that, what convictions, how did it all start? I'll just give us a little background about Pursuit MB as a trip. Um, before Pursuit MB started, it first started off as a sandwich run, um, about two years ago in my junior year, and, uh, I was, um, in charge of outreach for, uh, KCF, Korean Christian Fellowship down here at Rutgers, and I was asked to start up something for outreach, and I knew a little about, a little bit about New Brunswick, and I knew about the homeless and the poverty situation there, so uh, I thought it'd be a great opportunity for us to really reach out to the city. So I would, um, get sandwiches from the dining hall, and I would literally just walk out into the city about five minutes away from our campus, and we would just you know, walk up to people and meet them, introduce ourselves and hand out sandwiches and get to know them. And um, after a while, like, you know, cool things started happening where I started building relationships with people and I just saw God move in very little faithful ways. And I just thought, you know, how awesome would it be if we can commit an entire week um, to this where we just continually go out into the city and meet people and build relationships and uh, just show and spread Christ's love to them. So, yeah, that's how Pursuit cool. started. That's awesome. Um, so yeah, we, it was a couple of weeks ago, uh, we had 16, you know, world changers, uh, men and women of God who sacrificed and surrendered their spring break, and tonight we have, you know, several of the members here who just wanted to share with everybody their testimony and their experiences uh, serving the youth, uh, the inner city, the homeless of New Brunswick, so, what's up guys? Hello. Hi. What up? So, uh, yeah, if you guys could just go around, I guess you guys can uh, just tell everybody your name, um, your year, and yeah, so. Okay. Um, my name is Yachan, and I'm a second year at Rutgers. Hey guys, my name's Kevin. Uh, I'm currently a junior at Rutgers. Uh, my name's Alice, and I'm currently a sophomore. Hi, my name is Tiffany, and I'm a sophomore. My name's Cecilia, I'm a senior. Alright, thanks guys for hanging out with us for a little bit to give your testimonies. Um, so I guess the first question uh, we can just go through tonight is uh, what made you want to be a part of this mission trips or you know how, how did you want to join and, and stuff like that so whoever wants to start. How about Kevin? Okay I'll go. Um, honestly um I don't really. I didn't really have a heart for New Brunswick or like this particular missions, but um, Josh is a pretty close friend of mine, and he's he's leaving for Africa um, for a year. So, what 
Well, my goal is to just help him fulfill his vision with New Brunswick, which uh, mm-hmm. he really wants to change the city. So I just wanted to do whatever I can to hang out with them at the same time and just serve God. And that's that's pretty much why I decided to go. Um, yeah. Cool. Um, how about you, Ted? Um, to be honest, I was actually at a retreat, and I was one of those Christians who kind of did everything for show, like... I would want to serve because I would want people around me to just praise me and be like, wow, Tiff, you're doing so well. Um, but during vision, I actually was really convicted to serve. And I asked God while I was praying that, honestly, if you want me to serve and if I'm doing this for myself, like, don't let me do it because I don't want to do this for myself. But the more I kept praying about it, the more I felt like serving on missions. But um, the actual reason why I chose Pursuit, though, wasn't anything like, I didn't get a crazy conviction for the city or anything. It was actually because my parents aren't Christian and they didn't want me to go on missions. And because Pursuit was so local, um, my parents would probably feel more comfortable and that's why I chose Pursuit. So, yeah. Cool. Um, anyone else want to share, uh, I guess, how they're, you know, what led you to be a part of this team? Yeah, yeah, Cha? Um. <coughs> Yeah, so Josh is going to laugh, but yeah, I lived in New Brunswick for like four years, and um, it's, it's just, but I really didn't have a heart for New Brunswick, and um, I was so busy, like, the weeks fo- uh, before um, leading up to the um, mission trip, but God kept just pushing my heart, he's like, I really want you to go on this trip, and I just kept wrestling with it, I told him, no, I don't want to go, I'm tired. I want that week of rest, but you know he really just kept pushing me to go. I think even one of one of the trainings, like I I wasn't happy. I was like, what am I doing here? And people are like, why are you so like sad? I'm like, I I really don't want to be here right now. But you know, like God kept pushing me, and honestly, I just had to be obedient to what mm-hmm. God was saying to me. So yeah. cool. So thank you for being obedient. Um, any of you girls want to share? I will. So, um, my name is Cecilia, and for me, I felt like um, my past year has been about like studying and only studying, and I felt like there was something in me that was empty, and I really wanted to serve God and do something for other people too. And my friend told me about this missions trip during spring break, and I was like, wow, this is like the perfect opportunity for me to like serve God. So that's why I took it. Cool. And last but not least. Okay, um, my name's Alice. Um, so for me, it's kind of similar to Cecilia, but um, like first semester of this year, I was really just like stressed out and like so like consumed with school. Um, I wasn't really growing, and um, I think winter break and just like the beginning of this year was really good for me. It was refreshing. I learned to stop like um, just like putting so much pressure on myself and just started to like let it go and like give it up to God. So I really wanted just like more opportunities to serve and um. There were other opportunities at my local church at GCC, but um, I thought, you know, why not just try something new and different, um, pursue mm-hmm. New Brunswick. I've never, like, even, like, been into the, like, deepest, like, parts of New Brunswick. I didn't know anything about it, so um, I just prayed about it, and I thought it would just be, like, a really interesting experience, so. Cool. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, so, Josh, can you tell us, I guess, some of the things you guys did during the week of Pursuit New Brunswick? I know it started from you going into the city, talking to people. Um, you know, doing sandwich runs, uh, but what did you guys do during that week of, of missions? Um, well, basically, we would wake up and do our devotionals, and uh, we would just pray, and, and, and we would just ask God, God, um, 
just show us who you want us to encounter today. And we would pray and, you know, a lot of cool things happen where people got, you know, different things here and there, like images, a word, or um, a person's face showing up. And with that, we just went out to the city with faith. And, uh, you know, for two hours every day, we would just walk around all over New Brunswick, George Street, French Street, Remsen. And we would just be on the lookout and meet people and just talk to them, build a relationship, ask them how they're doing. Um, and even in those times, we would just walk into businesses um, and just pray for, you know, people who run that business. We would walk into libraries and pray, pray for people who work there. That's we cool. would walk into Chipotle and just, you know, buy people lunch and stuff like mm -hmm. that. So that was really cool. And, and then the second thing that we got an opportunity to do was working with this program called YES in New Brunswick, Youth Empowerment Services. And um, through there, they have um, this program called CAST, and it's for after school and you know, be, giving free tutoring to kids who are struggling in school and stuff like that. So um, yeah, we got to build a relationship with kids through that and every day we would tutor them for two hours and it was, it was a really great time. And then the last thing we got to do was um, also work with another program from, call, from YES called Excite Night. And uh, through that we would just uh, meet kids in, you know, who grew up in the inner city and we would just have fellowship with them and just play games with them. Um, and it was a great way for them to um, you know, have a, a community, a place, a, you know, a safety area for them to just come and just play and stay off the streets and, you know, just have a good time with each other. And, yeah, so. Cool, that's awesome. Um, and then you guys also served with Elijah's Promise. Too. Yeah, we also served with Elijah's Promise. And um, for those of you guys who don't know, Elijah's Promise has been around in New Brunswick for about 25 years, um, you know, feeding the homeless every day there. So uh, we got an opportunity to um, send a team out there every day um, for about a good three hours and they would just volunteer anything that they needed us to do so that was a really great time too. Cool, awesome. So, I mean, from some of the stories I've heard, you know, there's a lot of just blessing people where it just kind of was a domino effect of paying it forward. Um, and like you said, one of the things you guys did was, you know, what is known as treasure hunting where people, <laughs> uh, we just pray and we ask the Lord to just speak to us uh, lead us to the people that he wants us to bless, and there are some cool stories. Um, does anyone want to share one of those experiences? Yeah, um, uh, my name is Alice. I'll share one of my experiences at um, Treasure Hunting. So um, each day we went off with a different partner, and that, for that day I was paired with my friend Ben. So uh, we just prayed for about like 30 minutes, just asking God to show us images, and we got like the craziest things that day. Um, I know I first had an African-American man like wearing a black peacoat, and then mm -hmm. Ben had um, an African-American, uh, I mean, more like actually just a black like Native American man, which is really random and like out of nowhere. And then we also had like a vision of like a spoon and like a barber sign shop. So they were like out of like, they're so random. They didn't like connect together in any way. And then that day we went out into the streets and um, we just like started walking. I think it was George Street. Um, there's a dollar shop. So we went in and um, we saw a man, a black man in a peacoat, a black peacoat. So we were like, oh, like we should go talk to him, you know? Mm -hmm. um, so we actually bought him a pair of reading glasses because he... Um, he was like on a, he was like holding a cane. He looked like he was like struggling. So we we're like, oh, sir, like let us just pay for you. And then we eventually walked outside and we started talking. And like it was crazy because um, I told them I was like, you know, I'm a Christian and like um, I was actually praying like God like show me images of who I should talk to today. And I said, oh, I saw an African American man in a black peacoat. And he said, oh, excuse me, I'm not, 
um, African American, I'm actually Native American. Uh -huh. And it's crazy because that's the exact image that Ben yeah, got awesome. and, and my image. And it was just like, wow, we were like, wow, this is definitely a sign from God. Mm -hmm. And we eventually got to talking to him and we prayed for him because he had a really, really bad like back injury. Mm -hmm. And um, he actually like told us, he was like, you know, this is like so weird. Like no one ever comes up to me. No one like ever prays for me or talks to me. And he was just really blessed that day. And we were so like happy to just pray for him and just even just listen to his story. Cause I think he like, he felt like, like really just like nobody like walking mm -hmm. in the streets. And yeah, that was just like one experience that I thought was crazy. And I yeah. definitely knew it was God working. So. Yeah. I mean, how cool is that? I mean, those are t stories that, I mean, you just can't make up things like that, you know, where God just highlights people for you and, and you just obey and, and it just ministers and blesses people like that. So that's pretty cool. I know for most of the team, I mean, treasure hunting and stuff like that, it's foreign, but it's amazing that even with our doubts or skepticism or, or, or even just being hesitant, but when we obey, God just meets us on the other side of our obedience to bless people. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, how about the rest of you guys? Any other cool stories or experiences? Um, something that just just really stuck out to you? Yeah. Um, actually, I was um, praying about the treasure hunting too. And at first I was really skeptical about it. I was like, God, are you really going to show me images? And even when I was praying, I was kind of just like thinking of random things, like the most random words. And I was kind of just... I guess being very skeptical and just saying like, okay, I'm just overthinking everything. But I remember like on the second day when I went with um, my partner, her name is Rachel. I had that morning images of an olive jacket, a red windbreaker, um, a military jacket, and a limp, and a guy with a black beard with white hair on it mm -hmm. as well. And I remember that first day, like, the first person I met was a guy in a red windbreaker. And even though I didn't really get an opportunity to talk with him as much, a lady in an old cane um, came by and she was limping and she was wearing an olive jacket. So we talked to her and she had seizures, she had diabetes, she had all sorts of problems, to be honest. And we got to pray with her and we walked her to the grocery store. Um, right after, we met a guy, he was homeless and... He was, um, he had a black beard with white hair, so I was like, oh wow, Rachel, like, we have to go talk to him. And when we talked to him, he told me he was, he used to be in the military, so that just kind of like traced back to like the camouflage jacket or military jacket mm -hmm. I saw, and I was just like, wow, like this is honestly really crazy. And like, honestly, it was just like, even the other teams, like, who they talked to that day were like it kind of matched my visions too and like I remember Chunsuk also saw a guy in a red windbreaker and it was just really cool to see how God was working. Yeah I mean I think the cool part of that is how God is just meeting you know the whole team but I mean these are everyday things you can do you know it's not just special things where um, you know because it was a week of missions or anything but I mean th those are the type of prayers we can pray every day you know God you know, who's someone that I can bless today? You know, who's someone that I could just open the door for, you know, or, or whatever the case might be. And, and, and I think it's cool that you guys got to practice, you know, normal Christian living um, during that week. So that's awesome. Thanks for sharing that. Uh, but how about in general? What are some, I guess, highlights or, or memories? And what just stood out um, that week for, for some of you guys just serving? You know, since I know, 
some of you guys were hesitantly obeying to go or didn't really want to go, but I know that you know, God met all of you in a powerful way. So what are some highlights from that week? Um, I think this missions trip was just different from the other ones that I've been on. Uh, maybe because the other ones were relief trips, but this time it just really felt like an actual missions trip. Because the previous ones that I've been on, um, there were people there that we could have talked to, but our main goal was to just either fix houses or just break things down. And we weren't really able to build relationships, but um, during this uh, Pursuit NB, we just, our main goal was to just meet people. And um, mm -hmm. if they wanted to hear about Jesus, they would be able to hear about Jesus. But um, I think there was just a lot more opportunities and it kind of shifted my view on what missions should be. Because, um, yeah, like, the, like I said, the previous ones were, were just kind of like relief missions. And I think just average people with, you know, no beliefs could have done the same thing that we did. But then, um, yeah, it just kind of shifted my focus on missions. Yeah, that's cool. I mean, I mean we're not, a, no one here is against relief mission. But I think that's what separates, you know, the, the Church of Jesus Christ from, you know, a relief organization or, or charity is... You know, we're all for justice. We're all for charity. And, and it's awesome things. And, and God uses those things powerfully. But, I mean, as the church, we, we can offer what none of those people can, which is Jesus himself, to love people, to honor people, to build relationships that he would. So, yeah, thanks for sharing that, Kevin. Um, anyone else? How about, do any of you guys have, like, stories where it just didn't work out or it's kind of like, oh, man, that that didn't go right, but... No one wants to share that kind of stuff. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'll get you next stories. So, like, for me, I think my partner was either Janet or Danielle, one of them. And then we had this system where they would say hi first, and I'll say, have a nice day. And then, <laughs> so, like, it worked out really well, because, you know, we're trying to just, um, because I think this was a time where we had to go back to another program, so we didn't have time to talk to someone, but we still want to encourage people in, on the streets. So we just we just want to say hello to everyone. And mm -hmm. um, so whenever um, the girl would say hello first, like they'll accept my have a nice day. Whenever I would say hello, like they wouldn't even look at me. So, like <laughs> I, I don't know. Yeah, they're, they're intimidated by your <laughs> muscles. Yeah, probably. For those who are listening, Yachan has muscles. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think one of the cool things about, um, I mean, from the stories from some of, that some of you were sharing is that, you know, not everything worked out. You know, sometimes you got images that didn't work out, but I mean, it was a community and an atmosphere where you guys were allowed to fail forward. Mm -hmm. You know, that it was an atmosphere where, you know, you can mess up. You, can, you don't have to get it right, but you keep going out there. So I think that's what I really appreciated about the team as a whole is, you know, we didn't bat 100%, but, but the things that we did get right, God used powerfully, and we were still willing to obey. But yeah, anyone else have um, a highlight or a cool story or, or what they just walked away with in general from serving um, the city of New Brunswick that week? Um, for me, um, my favorite part was praying for the people there, like, um, hearing their stories and just what they went through and I feel like they really received and loved the prayers that we gave and and also um so for the um the soup kitchen that we went to Elijah's Promise we prayed for Chef Pam who's been serving there for a long time and when we prayed for her she was 
she was so happy she was very encouraged and she gave us a lot of hugs and she said that like you guys being here just really encouraged us and stuff and she said that like um that she yeah she just really loved us being there cool. and and i feel like even the people who run the yes program they got really encouraged and they really wanted us to come back and stuff yeah that's awesome i i, I know from <clears throat> other people's stories like like even the kids you guys made an impact and and they really loved you guys um josh what did you learn just leading this trip i know you were stretched a lot and 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 i know you did an awesome job really proud of you but you know what what did you learn yourself leading this trip um i think you know what i got the most out of this trip and leading it is that you just gotta trust in God, um, and for me, honestly, um, setting up this whole mission trip and going through it, um, there was so much fear, and you know, I was getting really anxious all the time. I didn't know how things were gonna go, um, but you know, every now and then, I just felt God just, you know, whispering to me, just saying, "Hey, do you trust me? Do you trust me through this moment?" And you know, I would have to surrender and say, "Yes, God," because there's nothing else I can do. And mm -hmm. just through this experience and leading the team, um, you know, working with other organizations. Uh, doing this for a week, I realized that, um, you know, everything is possible as long as, you know, God is there with you. And that's what he promises, you know, that he's always there with us. And um, and not only that, but I just also saw, like, you know, we were there only for a week and we just did little things here and there. But I already saw, you know, like, fruit coming out of it. And, that's awesome. you know, I just imagine, you know, if we did this every day for a year, like, you know, how much more mm -hmm. fruits can we see where, you know, people are meeting God and encountering God. So, um, yeah, I, you know, I really think that it's possible to change a city. And That's awesome. I think you hashtagged it. You said, yeah. change cities, disciple nations, change the world. And, you know, I think, honestly, that might seem impossible for other people. But I think if we partner with God and work with God, it's, it's all possible. So That's awesome. I mean, I mean that, that encourages me so greatly because, I mean, that's, that's what, you know, as pursued, that's what we want to be about is revival. Uh, revival is not an, it's not an event, it's not an emotion, it's not something that comes and goes, but it's what God can do in an entire city. Um, you know, he only needed 12 disciples, one failed, um, but yet he took 11 people, um, eventually 120, and from there the numbers just added because they just kept saying yes to God that they were willing to lay down their lives and, and say yes to what he wants to do. And revival came. And, and, and that's what we want to be about as pursuit is. We just want to sow into the city to honor people, to honor God and the little things that we do because we believe that we can change a city, that, that it is an impossible assignment. And, and that's kind of what marks God's fingerprints all over it is because it's impossible. And because it's impossible, we need him to do it. Because none of us, you know, as great as, as the team was, as talented and, and, and has, as humble as everyone was, ultimately, only God can revive people. Only God can change a city. But He changes cities through sons and daughters. Um, Co-laborers will say yes to Him. So that's awesome. And that's what we want to continue to do as Pursuit, um, not just with Pursuit MB as a spring break missions trip, but missions as a lifestyle, missionaries as who we are, because um, you know you can't you can't spell gospel without go, and we can't go without Jesus. So that's cool. Um, anyone else have a story or, or anything <clears throat> as we, um, I guess, get ready to wrap up our podcast together? 
Yeah, John, um, the muscular man. Uh, <laughs> I'm not muscular. Uh, <laughs> He's just being modest. Yeah, I just, okay. Um, I think the biggest thing I got out of the mission trip was, I think it just goes back to the start, um, just being obedient. Um, I think like, I think what God was trying to tell me um, after missions ended was, um, I think he was saying, like, be obedient to me and I'll show you, like, all these things. Like, I'll show you um, fruits. But it's not really even about the fruits, but, like, just I'll show you, like, fellowship. I'll show you mm -hmm. a community. I'll show you, um, you know, my faithfulness to you and my nearness. And I, th I thought um, that was, like, the biggest thing I got um, out of this trip. And it was really good. Yeah. Cool. So... Yeah, Josh, you, is there something you want to share? So yeah, I just want to share with everyone who's listening, if you can pray, um, just a request that I'm about to make. Um, it's just for one of the person that I've got to meet um, during Pursuit MB Spring Break Missions, and her name is Maria. Um, and about a month ago, she was diagnosed with lung cancer. And, um, you know, I got to meet her, and, you know, we got to pray for her. And then it's crazy because the next day we were doing our treasure hunting prayer, and I got an image of a turtle, um, and you know I just took it for what it is. And uh, when we, when I met Maria for the first time, I told her that I would come visit her a few days later just to um, see how her doctor uh, checkup will go because she was going in a few days. So I was going to visit her after that to see you know if anything crazy happened, if God healed her of her cancer. And we visited her, and you know nothing happened. But while I was praying for her, uh, I was holding her hand, and I saw. Um, she was wearing a bracelet with a bunch of mini turtles um, all around it and yeah I was really shocked and I just really think that um, you know this could be a moment where God heals her and it could be a moment of breakthrough and victory for Jesus and um, yeah and I know that she's really struggling with God and stuff like that um, so you know how awesome would it be that through this yeah. uh, breakthrough that you know she would really meet Christ and devote yeah. her life to him. I mean, we definitely want to be praying for, for, for healing, for a miracle, uh, for her to be healed. But how cool is it that, that out of all the people, you know what I mean, that God would take, uh, you know, out of all the situations and pictures he could have given you to really say, well, he notices her. You know what I mean? That in the midst of it all, that he notices her to the smallest of details, of a turtle bracelet, you know, that I think that's the cool thing about it, that he really notices and he really cares about every single person so much that he would stretch us to give us an image or a word or a name or a face. And, but yeah, um, but yeah so let's, even as we're recording, let's just take this time to pray. Um, I'll just pray for Maria real quick and, and, I, and I guess we can wrap up our podcast from there. Um, but Father, we just want to Thank you for Maria and allowing us to um, encounter her and hear her story. And Lord, we just um, say yes to um, your desire to, to meet her as she, where she's at, to heal her, to change her. Lord, we just pray for, for cancer to be gone in Jesus' name. Lord, we just thank you that there's power in your name, that your blood uh, covers all. And we just pray and declare healing over her body, God, that it would be a testimony of your power, your love, that you notice us, Lord, even in the darkest of valleys and pits, God, you notice us, you notice every detail about us, and you notice and you care and you see Maria, and we just agree with your heart for her, and we just declare blessings and healing and um, love and, and your presence 
uh, over her life. So we thank you for her in Jesus' name. Amen. Does so anyone else have a story? Did everyone get to go? or I think everyone got to share. So, um, But yeah, thank you everyone for listening in and, and tuning into our podcast. Um, you got to hear a um, couple stories from um, s- just a couple of the members from the team. And, and, and we just want to thank everyone out there for, for uh, your interest in our ministry, for, for those who've prayed for our team. And, and as you can hear from the stories and the testimonies that... Uh, your prayers went a long way. So we want to thank you and, and give all the praise to God. Um, and thank you for listening. We love you. Say bye, everyone. Bye. <laughs> thank, thank you. you. Bye. We love you. We God love bless. You. Thank you for listening to Pursuit Cast. For more information on the ministry of Pursuit NYC, please visit us on the web at www.pursuitnyc.org. Revival or bust.